Welcome to the Success Sensei Podcast for anyone interested in success, happiness, and balance. We'll teach you how to be a black belt at life. And now, your host, former professional fighter, multiple world champion, entrepreneur, and investor, Robert Devan. Roundhouse Rob, the success sensei, helping you to win at life one kick and punch at a time. Today I'm talking about how to take on the heavyweights. And this is episode 201. Welcome to the main event. It's the Success Sensei Podcast main event. How to take on the heavyweights. Now I am predominantly talking about business and how to take on business heavyweights, but it could be how to take on any large adversary or competitor or opponent in your life, in your career, in your work or in business. So there's gonna be a lot of correlations with fighting and business with this. So here we go. And basically to start off, people are, I can be certainly too intimidated by large business to even attempt to start a business of their own or to become an entrepreneur it can be very intimidating and I suppose the large businesses that immediately come come to mind the Intel's the Microsoft Amazon's the Google's the PayPal's that's just a quick example obviously in whatever industry that you're involved in there could be totally different um, heavyweights um, totally different names totally different company names that we've heard of or we've not heard of depending on what it is what career what work what exactly you're thinking about as we go through through this how to take on the heavyweights but it can put a lot of people off when you see people that, who are already of a very large size um, existing in the space that you wish you were a part of or you, or you wish that you were able to occupy it can stop a lot of people from even starting but I do want to draw your mind to the gross versus net and you know it's not about how much a company grosses how much a company makes it's about how much it nets how much profitability how, what's the margin so in other words you could have very large companies and a lot of the time very large companies operate on very very small margins so think about wholesalers for example wholesalers and and even retailers can operate on only a couple of a percent profit margin and if you're small you have the opportunity of having a hell of a lot larger you won't gross the same amount obviously as a large business but you could certainly have a way higher percentage margin of of take home profit so that automatically puts you puts you at an advantage so let's go through a few advantages and disadvantages when taking on the heavyweights Look, their position is already established. So you simply have to monitor what they're doing, improve and modify on what they do. So, you know, they are what they are. You're an unknown entity. Um, they're going to be slow to react due to their size. Like sparring, if you're up against a heavyweight opponent, they will be slower, especially if you're a lighter weight, they're going to be slower than you, slower to react than you. You know about them but they don't know about you. Now that's an advantage. So if there's somebody who's already a major player, again, in the area, in the market that you wish to be involved in, you can do all your research. You know about them. They've never heard of you before. That's an advantage. You think it's a disadvantage. They don't even know who you are, but that's a massive advantage that they don't know who their opponent is. You know who your opponent is. They don't know who their opponent is. Your smaller stature 
makes you more nimble. Now that sounds obvious, but when you're smaller, you do move quicker. I mean, use that to your advantage. It would be absolutely silly to go the opposite and try to go toe to toe and slug it out with a heavyweight opponent. That is their advantage. So you don't compete in a way that suits their advantage. Their size, their strength and their power will definitely overwhelm you. They cannot react as quickly as you can perform an action. They will be extremely slow to pivot or to change because they're a heavyweight, of course. So their larger overheads is a burden in comparison to your extremely low running costs. So how do I know you have extremely low running costs? Well, basically, when you set up a business, when you're thinking about starting a business, when you're early on in your business, even when you're middle, middle ground in your business, you're probably not paying yourself that much. You're certainly probably, it's renowned that company directors pay themselves less than they would be willing to work for somebody else for and they'll work more hours. So when you're starting a business, you have the ability of being able to not pay yourself versus heavyweights who have, you know, I don't know, employee salaries of 100 grand plus and then on top of that, all the benefits as well. So how can they compete with somebody who has very, very low overheads and are entering the market? So you could potentially profit very nicely on the same amount that they pay for their electricity at one of their locations in one given year. In other words, you can run lean and you can run hungry. And being hungry, speaking of being hungry, when you know you're the underdog, it, it does make you hungrier to succeed. There's no comfort zone at the bottom. You should have the motivation to get a piece of that pie for yourself. You should be that hungry. So you may be able to get a piece of the market. So that's your objective. Objective one, you know, not necessarily in order of three objectives. Objective number one, you may be able to get a piece of the market. So you may be able to enter the market, be competitive, and get a percentage of the market for yourself. And, and remember that percentage, like I said earlier, it doesn't have to be, mightn't even have to be that high of the market for you to be very profitable. So you may be able to get a piece of the market. Number two, you may be able to profit nicely in a niche part of that business. Um, so in other words, a subsection that simply isn't worth it for the larger player. So you might be able to find a nice profit in a little niche part of that market. So you might even have to get a percentage of the market. That's number two. So the first one, you may be able to get a piece of the market. Number two, you may be able to profit nicely in a niche part or a subsection of the market. And number three, you may be bought over by the heavyweight, by the major player. All of those, by the way, are positive options. No options exist if you don't try. And whether it's, you know, your full-time business or it's your a part-time goal to start something, um, just get started. Whether, you know, it, it, you know, once you start, it can gather momentum and that will always give you more options. Never be put off by how intimidating your opponent seems because all opponents are intimidating. When you're standing in a cage or in, in a, a fighting area or in a, in a boxing ring or kickboxing ring and you are looking at your opponent, every opponent looks intimidating. So you may as well not bother letting that stop you from doing things and just go after it harder. If you are intimidated, just go harder after your opponent or after the competition. Lightweight competitors obviously can fear heavyweights 
But you know, did you know something? Heavyweights can also fear lighter weight opponents because they know that they have the polar opposite skills and mindsets to them. So you are potentially the worst enemy to those that you think of being your worst enemy. So in other words, go forth and conquer your industry and yourself. Thank you for listening. I'm Roundhouse Rob, the success sensei. Life is a fight you can enjoy and win. Bowing out. This has been the success sensei. Fighting the winning fight. So add us, subscribe, like, and comment. Keep those hands up and keep moving forward.